Hey, everybody, we have a great show for you today, including a really good interview with Michelle Bozeman Parrish. She is a business owner and she's going to share with us how she got started being an entrepreneur and she has some inspirational words for you. So you got to check that out. And we also have this really great dessert. Now, check this out. It is Bananas Foster Banana Split. Oh, it tastes so good. So we're going to be sharing that recipe with you. And then you'll get an opportunity to hear a conversation that me and Tony had about doing business while black. It's a segment that we're going to have frequently on our podcast. We just want you to listen to it. And if you have any thoughts, if you have any comments, or if you even want to come on and discuss doing business while black, we invite you to go ahead and contact us so that we can have you on. Okay. But first, before we get into any of that, I want to talk to you about our senior swag bags. Third Fridays, we'll be having senior swag bags. We hope to bring a smile to the faces of 50 high school and college seniors. Look, I don't have to tell you what 2020 has done and what it's doing right now, okay? Um, unfortunately, many of our seniors are not going to enjoy what we did when we graduated from high school or college, right? Prom, after prom, senior trips, um, you know, award nights, and just walking the stage and getting that diploma or getting that degree. We know that these senior swag bags are not going to take the place of that. But what we want our seniors to know is that people are thinking of them. And even in this time of crisis, we want to bring a little sunshine. So that's what it's about. Again, our goal is to help 50 seniors, college and high school. Um, if you want to contribute, and we hope that you do, you can go to our GoFundMe page. The link is actually found on our Facebook group page. And that's Third Friday's networking group on Facebook. You can also contact us by email at info at thirdfridaysnetwork.org. There you can make a commitment to donating money, uh, make a commitment to donating um, gift items or products from your business. Uh, we're asking businesses to consider donating 25 to 50 gift items. Uh, we are not going to accept business cards and brochures and pamphlets by themselves. Those things are cool as long as they are attached to a gift, okay? We want to give them some things that they really want, right? We want to give them things that they can use and gifts that celebrate their graduation. So the commitment deadline date is May 15th and all donations from GoFundMe or things that people are going to send have to be accepted arrived, we have to have them in hand by May 30th. Okay. So that's what we're doing. And we're hoping that, you know, our seniors will appreciate this 
this thought because the thought behind it is just really a sincere congratulations and that we're thinking of them. So if you know a senior who could benefit from this, you think this will make them smile, you can definitely submit their name if you're a contributor. So you have to contribute something in order to be able to submit their names to us. And we will definitely, um, as long as we're not at 50, you know, we'll add their names and we'll send everything out. Our goal is to have all of the swag bags sent out the first week of June. Okay, so that's what we're doing. I'm really excited about this. It's third Friday senior swag bag. We're really going to fill it up with some awesome gifts for both high school and college seniors who are graduating in the spring and summer. So they were scheduled right to graduate for spring and summer. And those are the students that we're going to help. Unfortunately, those who are graduating in winter We're not doing anything at this time, but if things don't get any better, we'll try senior swag bag too, but hopefully that won't even be necessary. So just kind of wanted to let you know about the senior swag bags. Um, Hopefully that information is good enough (laughs) and satisfies any curiosity or questions that people have. So listen, why don't we get into the show? We hope you stay and we hope you enjoy. Hey, Michelle, how are you? I am great. How are you? Doing really good. This is Angela and Tony, and we want to welcome you to the Third Fridays podcast. And we also thank you for being a Third Fridays African-American Network member. Thank you so much. Hello, Tony. Hey, Michelle, how are you doing? I'm good, thanks. All right, well, we're going to just get right into uh, this interview. And I want to let you know, I've purchased from Paparazzi before. Okay. I absolutely love. Oh, great. I really do. I love the products. Um, when we moved to Florida, I was like, I got to find me somebody. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of them in Florida. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, but for those people who don't know um, who what paparazzi sells, like what products you guys have and what it's about, why don't you tell them about paparazzi as a business? Okay. Um, Well, Paparazzi Accessories is a company that specializes in beautiful, affordable $5 jewelry. Everything is nickel and lead free. Um, Mostly everything is $5. They do have like a special, um, uh, what do you call it? Like a collection of jewelry called a Z collection. And those are like our $25 pieces. They're a lot bigger and bolder. Um, But for the most part, it's the $5 accessories that range from necklaces to bracelets to earrings, rings, and even um, hair accessories. So oh. a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't know about the hair accessories. I'm mm-hmm. to uh, take that out for my daughter. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. What made you want to become a paparazzi uh, consultant or representative? <laughs> okay, so. Here's my story. <laughs> the um, the consultant that signed that I signed under is also a travel agent. So I was speaking with her about trying to book my trip to Jamaica. Okay, <laughs> so that didn't have anything to do with jewelry. So um, 
you know, so I'm talking to her. She booking our vacation and everything. And so the next day, you know, after talking to her, she never mentioned anything about the jewelry. The next day, I see a friend request from her, you know, Facebook. And I said, oh, okay, you know, didn't know quite and understand why. But I said, okay, so I accepted her as a friend. And I'm scrolling through my timeline. And, you know, there she is on Facebook going live showing this jewelry. And so mm. I stopped and I looked and I was like, oh, no, this cannot be five dollars. You know, this is cute. You know, I'm thinking, oh, God, as soon as you get it, it's going to fall apart, you know, or something like that. Yeah, so I said, yeah. OK, it's worth a shot. So I bought a set, a necklace and a bracelet set. And when I received it, because she is actually in Florida. <laughs> so when okay. she shipped it to me and I saw the product, I was outdone. And I was just mm. like, no way is this $5, you know? So it was, it was cute. So I um, in, inboxed her and told her that I received the jewelry. It was beautiful. I'm going to be buying from you again. You know, this is nice. And so I purchased again. She was going live again and I purchased again. And this time she called, you know, because she had my number number from the uh, vacation transaction that we had so she called and she said um I think you would be great at selling the jewelry and I said no I'm not that type to be selling you know I said back in the day I tried Avon I said I'm just not good at selling and then she said well to be honest with you you don't have to be good at it the jewelry sells itself she said wow I have the uh-huh she said it's five dollars and you would you know you'd be surprised and this kind of and then I said, no, no, I just kept saying, no, no, no. And then um, she said, well, you, why not give it a try? You don't have anything to lose. She said it costs $99 to get started. They give you um, 35 pieces. You know, when you get started, they give you like a, a box, a kit, they call it. And you get 35 pieces of jewelry in there. She said, try to sell those 35 pieces. You're going to get your $95, $99 back and some. You know, she said, you'll, you'll come out like with a, a profit of 80 something dollars just by getting rid of the stuff in the kit. And I said, mm. all right, OK, I'll try, you know, and I'm thinking I'm not I'll do it, you know, just because I, I, I had ninety nine dollars to spare. So okay. I, she signed me up a couple of days later. I got my kit and oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, because at first I'm thinking they're going to send you some stuff that you don't want or can't sell, you know, or something like that. But everything was nice. It was a variety of, you know, different 35 pieces of some fabulous, fabulous jewelry. So um, yeah. I I had, so my husband is a general manager at a, at a church. And so I, you know, I was talking to him about it and he was like, I'm going to set you a table up. Um, after church next Sunday and I want you to see if you can sell your jewelry. So he set the table up and when I told you I sold out, <laughs> I sold the whole one. Oh, wow. I sold the whole wow. Of course, now I'm excited. Now I'm excited. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is so easy, you know. So, um, and yeah, it would have been great but then the church put a heart to it, you know, because um, actually the church had other paparazzi consultants and um, even other like people wanting to start a business or whatever. So it's like, okay, well, I want to do that. And I want to set up that after church. Once I, and, you know, everybody couldn't do it. I just kind of looked up on it because my husband was like running the show, you know? So, um, yeah. Yeah. So then after that, I'm like, okay, that's all right. So um, 
with my money, the profit that I made, I put my $99 back in my savings account. And with the um, profit that I made, I turned it around and bought more jewelry. And so that's what I kept doing, just flipping, you know, my profit. And so that was three years, well, almost three years ago. This was August 8th, 19, I mean, not, not 19, 2017. So, okay. Yeah. So two years ago, my husband had a brilliant idea to open up a corner store. And so it had two parts to it, two sides to it. And he, I said, oh, what you going to do with the other side? You know, because it used to be a barbershop. I said, you going to do that again? And he was like, no, I think I'm going to let you sell your jewelry over there. And I said, oh, wow. OK, so I get a whole storefront. And he was like, yeah, I said, do I have to pay rent? <laughs> It's like, <laughs> because if I have to pay rent, I'm going to stay here in the basement and do what I've been doing, you know? So he's like, yeah. well, uh, until you start blowing up, you don't have to worry about paying rent, you know? So, um, so that was July of that following year. So that was July of 19. So this is 20, yeah, no, July of 2018. So, yep, last year was a year. And this um, July will be two years since I've had my store. And wow. uh, yeah, yeah. And business is, um, it's kind of hit or miss. You know, certain mm-hmm. times of the month you are like booming with business. And now with the Corona, um, I don't even like to let people in, you know, because it's just. Yeah, right, yeah. right. Yeah. If you ain't selling masks. Right, right. So I'll keep my shutter down. They know I'm here because my truck is out front. They like knocking on the door. I'm like, oh, shoot, you know. But um, <laughs> yeah, so I, we, I'll let them come. So, you know, I do my Facebook lives. And this is the like the meeting location where, you know, when you place your order, you have to come to my store to pick it up or, you know, I can ship it to you. I have customers in San, San Diego. Um, I have one in Arizona. I have two in Arizona. So, you know, I'll ship the stuff closest. Well, Columbus, everywhere, even local people, you know, just like the one lady, she said she gets a kick out of getting a package in the mail. So, you know, uh, way, yeah, I, like I always that. ship her stuff to her. Yeah. So it's um, it's what's going on now with everybody being in and on on the Internet and Facebook. You know, I'll go live, I'll pop on or whatever, and they're shopping. And my business now is the best that it's been in three years. And that's so funny because people are not really working now, <laughs> you know, but yeah. they're still just surfing, surfing, surfing the, the net, the internet or whatever. So that is, yeah. Um, yeah so my business has, it, it has definitely picked up. And then even more so when everybody got the stimulus check. <laughs> so it is like, what? I mean, it's, 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 it's been good. It's been good. So um, that's great. Uh-huh. You're the first you're the first person that I've ever known to actually have a paparazzi store. So that has to be awesome. Mm-hmm. And you know my well, you don't know this, but my favorite colors are pink and black. So did you do the <laughs> pink and black in there? It is. It is pink. Okay. Oh, okay. It is so cute. So I have like the pink um what you call it, like zebra print um wallpaper okay. at the top. And then on the middle of the wall is the court board. That's where all my jewelry is hanging. And then underneath is painted pink. Okay. And it has a little <laughs> uh, divider and it's painted black. So, yes, exactly like you just said. It okay. is black and white. It's so cute and girly, you know, in here. It's I just, oh, it. yeah. Oh, I love it. It's, it's, um, if you didn't really come to shop, 
and that's another good thing when when I draw him draw the customers here to pick up the order that they already ordered on Facebook. Once you walk mm-hmm. in here, oh, you're gonna shop some more. You are gonna <laughs> shop some more. I have I have like a ridiculous amount of jewelry <laughs> because I'm thinking, oh. you know, you got a store, you gotta have a little bit of everything. And I when I tell you I have not even a little bit, a lot of it of everything. Um and it's funny because my biggest customers are paparazzi consultants. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh-huh. 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 Yeah. So they said they're going to come to That's you and right. get their, their right. stuff. That's, that is really, Absolutely. that makes so much sense on business level. Um, yeah. To me, it doesn't because, oh. uh, yeah, because if you buy it from paparazzi, you know, wholesale, like the consultants get the little discount, that makes sense to mm-hmm. me. If you come shop with me, you're paying five dollars. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I can't. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I wonder. I, I wonder if some of the people are doing that because they need something in a hurry. I, you know. You know? Uh-huh. And so that's what I thought when it first happened. You know, I'm thinking, oh, okay, you just want it quick, yeah. And then you don't want to pay the six dollars to ship, and you don't want to have to wait a couple of days. I get that, but this has been going on for three years now. <laughs> This well, listen, you know what? Don't question it. You got customers. They built it, right? <laughs> like when it first started happening, I'm like, why are they doing this? It's really on a business level. It just don't make sense. You're not making money. You know, if you buying it from me for $5, then you turn around and sell it for $5. I just didn't, I didn't understand that. And she said, well, everything is not for you to understand. I know that's right. I know that's right. So, okay, I'll correct myself. On a business level, for you, it makes that's sense. Right. All right. Yep. Very good. I love that. I absolutely love that. I can't, for the listeners who don't know, mm-hmm. um, are going to be our business of the week next week. So we're definitely going to feature you. And I would love to see some of the pictures from your place. Oh, wow. Okay. Facebook page. So yeah, that that'll be awesome. Okay. So where where's your place? Where's your place located? It is um on a hunt. Are you in the Cleveland area? I mean No, we're in we're oh, so, <laughs> oh, okay, that's what I thought. I'm like, okay, when I tell you, you're not really gonna know, but because I thought you said Florida, but right. Well, that's okay because I think we got people, you know, a lot of people from Cleveland on our Facebook page, okay, so okay. you know they'll, they'll hear about okay, it. Okay, so um, yeah, my address is thirty eight seventy nine. East 123rd Street, and that's off of a street called Lena Craig. Um, it's right on the corner next to Fred's Mini Martin. Fred, that's my husband. So he has a little corner store, and I'm like next to him. And my store is called Fabulous Fashion Score Five because everything is $5 and everything is fabulous. So that, that's what's on my sign. Um, and it is 3879 East 123rd Street, Cleveland, Ohio, 44105. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So everybody go visit Michelle. That's right. Please come and see me. <laughs> <laughs> Fabulous Fashions 45. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, what, what what did you do um, to prepare for uh, doing this business is, is it just something that you just kind of took on as a whim or were you involved in sales before you got involved with never this? never i'm the like i said the most i tried to do was avon and i was horrible at that i really didn't you know my mother used to take the books to work and she would actually sell it and i would just place the order and give her the stuff right back i've never really been a um 
a social kind of person. So that was another reason, you know, I didn't think I would be good at this. But when I tell you selling this jewelry has made me like a different person. Um, I love it when my customers come, you know, we sit and chat. Um, when I do my Facebook lives, it's the, the interaction. It's, it's just, it's just a lot of fun. And it, it brought me like out of a shell. I'm not going to say I was shy, but I could never see myself three years ago doing what I'm doing today. But it is, um, it's, it's, it feels good. It's, feels good inside because you would be surprised what a piece of jewelry would do to a woman's like, you know, it just make you feel, it, it just makes you feel pretty. And it, uh, and I just feel, you know, uh, that the, my customers really appreciate what I'm doing. I really do. So, yeah, but now three years ago, I couldn't have seen myself, um, selling jewelry or anything else, but I was kind of, kind of mousy and quiet and as you see now that I, now you see that I'm not because I have not shut up yeah, you, that, that, <laughs> but you know what that's good though because I believe that a lot of people sometimes think I'm not a salesperson or I can't do this or I can't do mm-hmm. that I'm actually glad that the person kind of encouraged you and maybe even pushed you a little mm-hmm. bit sometimes we have to do that with people to get them to see something in themselves mm-hmm. that they don't see at that time that's you so know correct I wouldn't I wouldn't have never thought and and she just happened to catch me at the right time because at first I was like, no, 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 you know. And then she's like, when she told me how, you know, oh, it'll be easy to get rid of, you'll get your $99 back and some. I'm like, okay, she, she, you're not giving up. So, okay, I'll sign up, you know. And then I'm thinking there's no obligation, right? So if this don't work, then I just stop selling and that's that, you know. So I'm like, okay, I, I got $99 to lose. And I've been... Fast forward every since, and and I love it. It's so much fun, and I wasn't even a jury. I, I wasn't even a jury girl. You know, I wore my gold earrings. You know, silver or gold, but like all of the um costume cotton jewelry with all the different colors and everything. Yeah. I never now I cannot leave home without accessorizing <laughs> accessorizing my jewelry to my outfit. Oh yeah. And it feels good. You, you know, you go to the store. Well, my store right now is Walmart because that's the only thing that's like really open all the time. And, you know, you walk in and somebody notices, oh, I like your necklace. Is that paparazzi? I'm like, yeah. And I'll whip out a card and and they will, um, you know, shop from my website or they'll give me a call. Oh, I want to see what you got. It's it's really um, when I think about it and now that I'm talking to you guys about it, it's kind of unbelievable. Now that I'm like really thinking about how it started and where I am with it today, I would never have thought I would still be doing it bigger and better than ever. Oh, it. yeah. Oh, yeah. I enjoyed I it. Love mm-hmm. it. This, journey, this journey is inspirational. Yes. Yes. It is. It's great. It's great. I love it. Because what have been uh, some of the challenges of owning your own business that, that you face? Um. Well, thanks to my husband, you know, it's, it's easy to, you know, cause I don't have to worry about the, the bills, the light bill, gas bill and everything, you know, rent to the store. Um, so that is always a good thing. The only thing I can say, um, where I get a little frustrated because I'm not here at the store every day. I live probably like 20, 25 minutes away from where my store is located. So I don't come here every day. And um, if someone 
tells me, oh, you know, I want to come to your store. I want to pick my order up or shop or whatever. And then I'm like, oh, well, I really want coming, but I will come for you. And then I'll come and then they won't show up. <laughs> that, yeah. Oh, oh no. I, <laughs> so that's, again, I can hear my mother in my head like, that's what you get. Set hours. Then they have to work around your I, schedule. I'm like, okay, you. But then on the other end, you think, yes, mama, <laughs> yes, mama, yes, oh, yes, mama. I know that's yeah, right. I, I am yeah. so big on like you know satisfying, just big on customer service because I know how. Because I'm a shopper, I'm here, there, everywhere, and I demand you give me good customer service, you know? So I, I try to do the same, but I've learned my lesson because it's happened too many times. So now it's like, nope, these are my hours. You know, if you come in, mm -hmm. this is when you got to come. I'm not coming every day, you know, stuff like that. So I did, I learned that the hard way, but far as the, everything else is pretty easy breezy. That's the only thing that I can really remember um, being frustrated about. Well, one other, one other time. I had signed out to do an event at a church and um, part of the rules with paparazzi is there can only be one consultant, you know, per event. Um, so, okay. yeah, so the magic question, every time you sign up to, to, you know, become a vendor for an event, you have to ask, do you have another paparazzi consultant? And, you know, they tell you yes or no, whatever. So two times the lady said, no, you're the only one that's selling jewelry, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I take all of this stuff down most of it for my walls, mm. pack all of this stuff up. Cause this was a mother's day event. So I'm thinking you better bring a lot of stuff. Cause you know, I'm thinking I'm going to do good. Yeah. Packed it up, went to the church. Soon as I walked in right in front of me was a paparazzi consultant. She was already there set up. And I oh. couldn't do nothing, but turn around and walk out. You know, I couldn't, I couldn't start to set up. <laughs> Shame on me. She beat me. But had I been there first, she would have had to leave. You know, I'm like, oh, that's what I get. But I showed up when I was supposed to. You know, she's been having to be yeah. a little early. That was that was frustrating. And I said, no more events. You know, I have a store. If you want to come mm -hmm. see what I got, come to the store. But um, the the event is at the store. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And in the summertime, you know, I have like the little um, hanging racks. I rolled it out in the front and, you know, as the cars rolled past, I put my little streamers up and when the cars broke by, they looking like, what's that? And they'll stop and pull over, come shot. So, yeah, I can't wait till the weather break and the corona go away. So, um, yeah, so I can get That's back right. into, you know, and it's always an opportunity to meet new people and new customers. So, yeah, the store is a good thing. That's it's a good thing. That's mm -hmm. great. Yeah, the store, that, that is just awesome having that opportunity. Yeah. So, Michelle, before we go, what I want to ask is, you know, there are people who want to start businesses and are hesitant for different mm -hmm. reasons. Um, it could be as simple as, you know what, I just don't think I can mm -hmm. do it. Or it might be that they feel like, you know, they don't have support <laughs> or whatever the reason. What advice because you've been in the game for a little while. So what advice would you give to someone who's interested in starting a business, but has some reservations about feeling like they can actually be successful? Um, I think my advice would be to go for it. Uh, only because you never really know, you know, you don't, don't sell yourself short because that's what I almost did. And here it is almost three years later. And I think I'm very successful 
at what I'm doing. And all along at the beginning, I didn't think I could do it. So my advice would be just just to try. If it doesn't work, at least you can say you tried. Yeah, I know that's right. I know that's mm-hmm. right. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's not good saying what it wow, should have could have yeah. right at the end. Yeah, you don't. You don't want that <laughs> what if lingering around in your head, you know. Yeah. So because you just you just never know because I could never had imagined this is where I would be and that I would still even be doing this almost three years later. And enjoying it. And enjoying oh. it. Yeah. And another um misconception that I think people have about selling $5 jewelry. Oh, how you going to make money selling $5 jewelry? You can make money selling $5 jewelry. I do want to, yeah. Yes, you you can. Yes, you can. So keep that in mind too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because folks so made money (laughs) off of me. (laughs) And they were confused. Yes, you can. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so how much how much of the money you make off of men? Um, not much off of men because I'm still making the money mm. off the ladies because they shop for the men. I don't have many guys. Well, my brother okay. he'll shop with me. He's funny because they do have men jewelry. Um, they'll shop with me, and then maybe just one or two others. And and the guys actually are family members. I don't have any male customers. That's not a not a family member. So, and, but to that, um, that the men's line of paparazzi jewelry is fairly new. So I think once it catches on, that'll, that'll take off like crazy too. But like right now it's like, it's moving slow. But, um, I, I, when, when my customers buy a piece of jewelry or whatever, and they'll send me a picture thinking they all, you know, styling and profiling. And I'm like, okay, can I post this picture? And then they say, yeah, so for the last three years, every time somebody has on the paparazzi jewelry and they'll send me a picture and I'll post it on my Facebook page and say another paparazzi, another happy paparazzi customer. And then it'll be their picture and their name or whatever. And then that way, um, all of their Facebook friends get to see. And then I'll tag, you know, put my website on there and everything like that. So, yeah. Oh, great marketing Yeah, yeah, strategy. so I always great do marketing. that. Every time somebody gets an order from me, I'm like, take a picture when you wear it, and is it okay if I post you on Facebook? So, and that gets me an uh, unbelievable amount of new customers that I don't even know. You know, and it's from all over the United States. Uh, yeah, like I said, I, I ship with quite, quite a few places. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, this is awesome. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm glad to have learned. I learned something new. I didn't know that there was a new line for men. So I'm going to check it out as well. I'm going to check out your page and we're going to encourage everybody to check out um, your information. So number one, I know that they're going to be able to find out more about you by coming to Third Friday's African-American Networking Group on Facebook. So that's going to be one thing. Um, starting awesome. next week, but why don't you give um everybody? Do you have your Facebook page information that you could mm-hmm. share? Um, it is okay. Michelle so Parrish Bozeman. Uh, yeah, Michelle Parrish Bozeman is the Facebook page. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I mean, I'm like ready to say like at yahoo.com no. or something, but no. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's just Michelle Parrish. Michelle Parrish Bozeman or Michelle Bozeman Parrish, one of them. Yeah. So and right. um and I do have a website and that is www 
paparazzi accessories.com slash four slash nine one nine zero seven. And those last five numbers are very important because then that, you know, that's my sales number. Um, so yeah, so then that would be like okay. placing an order through me. And um, yeah, so okay, that's it. Great. That's it. Well, I just want people to know also, so what we're doing, uh, we want to definitely let people know about you. We want to people to support you by purchasing and sharing your information. And what we're going to be doing is we're investing in you by um, allowing a winner, oh. a raffle winner for okay. this next week to get $50 worth oh, of products awesome. from you. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So- so that is going to be happening on our Facebook page. So somebody's going to get at least $10 worth. Of, I mean, excuse me, 10 products. Um, if they do the $5, I believe. And then if they do, you know, something else, whatever combination with right. the higher products, but yeah, we're putting $50. And so we're excited oh, about Thank that. You. Thank you. Um, yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. We want to encourage everybody okay. to check you out and all of that. And again, thank you so much for joining us on okay, our podcast. Thank you so much for actually, having me. I appreciate it. This is our, mm-hmm. Yes. And you gave a lot mm-hmm. of good information. This is going to be our first podcast. No Look, way. You get to be the first oh, interview. Yes, yes. Your first okay. person to interview. Oh, wow. I'm really <laughs> excited now. <laughs> Yeah, so we want you to share this as well. But this is awesome. And we look forward to much more success and hearing more about that in the future. So again, thank Thank you. you. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you. Thank you both for talking to me. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Absolutely. You too. Have a good evening. Bye-bye. We're back discussing doing business while black. Let's get into it. You know, for one thing, you know, small businesses can't mass produce. Uh, they can't buy in bulk and mass produce things like uh, Walmart or uh, Target or any of these other big name box stores. So, you know, to compare the price of one to another is really kind of, you know, it defeats almost the purpose of having a small business. And I think, you know, small businesses are pretty much the foundation of uh, businesses here in this country, you know, I mean, we do have the the big box stores and the retail stores that a lot of people frequent, but so many more jobs are created by small businesses. And I think if people maybe thought about that, you know, they wouldn't be, they wouldn't mind so much paying a little bit more to get something that's unique, uh, something that's uh, handmade, something that's um, not everybody is going to get, something that's not uh, cheaply made, you know, in a, a sweatshop somewhere in another country. And, you know, I think people need to consider those kind of things when they buy and uh, support small businesses. Yeah, I completely agree. And, I, you know, I, we need to begin to change the narrative by changing our mindset. We have this mindset that, you know, in my experience, that as African-American people, we don't mind supporting, you know, somebody. But that support looks like, oh, I just bought something from, you know, her during Christmas, she better not bug me again. Or I just, you know, did something with them a couple of months ago. What they're, what are they asking right. me for? Yeah, we, we don't say, hey, I, I just supported Walmart last week. I'm not going to go support Walmart or Home Depot or something again because 
I just supported them, you know, once or twice this year. You know, I think I think that's really kind of uh, a self-defeating attitude to have towards small businesses. And we, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a matter of trust. Um, one of the things that, you know, Erica was saying in our interview that we had with her was, you know, people didn't know her. But like I said to her, you know, people, we, who, we don't know the people who own Walmart. We don't know the people who own Target. We don't own, know the people who own Macy's or wherever we shop. We don't know the people, Jeff Bezos. But we surely enough got that Amazon Prime, you know. So we've got to get out of this um, mindset that we have to personally know. And I think that, you know, the person who has a small business, especially when it comes to African-Americans, and I think it goes back to some deeply rooted issues. And I don't know if people are ready to peel back those layers or not, but certainly um, in this segment, I'm willing to because I think it's a matter of trust. Why don't we trust one another enough to do business with one another? Why is it that we decide that we're going to make um, another black business jump through hoops and all these different types of things just so that we can support them once a year? Why is it that we can't support by being purchasers, customers of a business on a regular basis the same way we do all of these other stores and all these other places, I hear people say, well, oh, because, you know, black folks, they don't know how to do this and they don't know how to do that. I, I even heard some people, you know, say things like, you know, that store is going down because it, it was managed by a black person or whatever. And those are things that are coming out of the mouths of people that look just like you and I. And I need to say this very, very, very clearly. If a business is doing poorly, if it is not managed correctly, if there is something that is unethical or illegal about the business, it is not because they're black. It is not because they're African-American. It may be because they don't have the education. It may be because they don't have the resources. It may be because they're stubborn and don't want to change. And it may be that they're just people who are unethical, illegal, and don't want to do right. But you can find that in any race of people. So it's not because it's a black business that a business is not doing well. That has nothing to do with it. And we need to stop saying that to one another. In our casual conversations, I've heard people say that, you know, and then the other end of it as well is that, you know, as black businesses, since we know this is an issue, we may need to step it up. And we may need to let people know, okay, so I'm going to make sure I have, you don't have to have the most expensive things. You don't have to go out and get an expensive website, but having a website, something that's clean, something that is easy to read, something that's, you know, easy for people to get to and purchase. You can create something like that on your own or get somebody to help you with that. Um, you want to make sure your customer service is top notch, you know, um, I've heard some people, oh, they're in the neighborhood and they're upset about how people come in. Well, you know what? When it comes to Walmart, when it comes to Target, when it comes to all of these different places, they have people who come in with attitudes and people who come in with, you know, demands that are ridiculous. But there still should be, and I believe at least is written, that there's a code of conduct 
on how customers are treated. So not being reactionary, you know, I got a barbecue joint, but because people come in here acting like whatever, now we just going to have an attitude. So I think that there are some valid points on both sides of sort of this argument or this discussion, but it's not because the, it's a black thing. It's a matter of many of us are first time business owners. You know, many people don't even understand what it takes. You got people who start business and they want to be, you know, a millionaire in a year because somebody on Instagram said they did it. <laughs> somebody on Facebook had a webinar that said they did it. Or the person who was creating their branding told them, as long as you got this branding and as long as you had this business card and as long as you go to my event, hello, you come to my conference, you can be a millionaire. And what a lot of people don't realize is sometimes those people are lying. <laughs> that's, how they make, that's how they make their millions. <laughs> and that's how they make exactly. That's how they're making their millions by selling a dream. It takes hard work. It takes hard work and it takes time to build a business for it to get to a place where it is continuously profitable and you have to be willing to grow and you have to be willing to uh, be educated and coached. Mm -hmm. um, you have to be willing to reinvest in yourself and in your business. Those are things that we can continue to talk about with our Fridays. And, and, and I think one, another thing we ought to do, let, let's stop saying support. I mean, you know, so to support to me is like, you know, your kid comes home with a box of candy from school. You know, you don't you don't really want the candy, but you're supporting it because it's going to a good cause. That's that we need to quit looking at each other like, uh, OK, we're supporting somebody. We are supporting somebody, but let's let's purchase from them continually. Let's purchase from them, you know, enough that, you know, when, when we want something or find the, the places that uh, the goods that we like to buy frequently, Let's find somebody uh, who looks like us so we can buy it from. Let's let's quit calling it support. Exactly. It's not charity. Right. It's, you know, and sometimes we look at it like it's charity. It's not charity. It is you doing business with another business um, or you're doing business with an African-American business. And if something is not right, if your, if your service wasn't right, if your product wasn't right, then you have every right to say something about it, but give them an opportunity to correct it. You know, I see people who go online all the time and as soon as something is not correct, they're bashing the place, they're showing pictures, but I don't see them talking about a lot of, and these are, you know, this isn't everybody, but I don't see, you know, oh, I had a great experience. I see some people doing that, but I don't see it on a regular basis. And you got people who, you look, we're starting businesses out of bedrooms, home offices, basements, you know, hopefully we're getting to, you know, a, a storefront. There's a lot of challenges and a lot of things that happen. There are a lot of growing pains that happen in a business. They're going to happen naturally. And we need to look at it from a business perspective rather than, you know, I don't like that. But like I said, I think it's a deeper rooted issue when it comes to trust. And I think it goes back to all the way back to us being told that we shouldn't trust one another, you know, and then buying into that in some cases. Uh, we have to really look at how we speak and how we view and how we do business together. And there are different things that can be done. Um, but I think it starts in your own mindset. 
So doing business while black is going to be a segment that we're going to continue. We're going to talk about different issues and hopefully come up with a lot of solutions. We'll also have guests on talking about not only their experience and the issues and the problems they've had, but their experience and the solutions that are working for their business. So we hope for you to join, um, you know, with us more and talk about, you know, doing business while black. We hope that you enjoyed this segment. If you have any questions or if you have something you want to say, please join us, be a guest. We would love to hear your view, share that, discuss that, and again, come up with some really great solutions. Amen. <laughs> We're silly too. <laughs> Baby, this, this is really good. I never had like a banana split like this. What, what's this? Hey, it's my Bananas Foster banana split. I told you I was going to make this. It is so good. So look, <clears throat> we're going to share this with the listener audience. If you guys want to know how to make the Bananas Foster banana split, I'm going to tell you right now, I do not have like exact measurements because it's going to really be based on how much liquor you want <laughs> and how much butter in that. But here's how it goes. Okay. You want to take some butter and melt it in a saucepan. I would say at least half a stick of butter. And once melted, you're going to add brown sugar. I would say about a cup of brown sugar and then maybe two teaspoons of cinnamon um, no, two tablespoons of cinnamon, one teaspoon of nutmeg, and you're going to stir that. And as it starts to bubble, you want to add sliced down the middle bananas. And then once that's in there, you turn them like face down. And then you want to add, you're going to hit them with some banana liquor and rum. And what I used was Bacardi Gold. You're going to let that uh, cook down. And if you want to be adventurous, you could kind of take it off the heat <laughs> so you don't burn your house down. And you could actually um, use one of those long lighters and you can add that and it'll bring the little, you know, flambe flames up. But if you don't want to do that, if you're not um, careful with things like that at the stove, you don't want to do that. If you just let it cook down, it'll start cooking out the alcohol. And once it cooks down, it's, the um, sauce should be kind of thick, right? So then you want to take three scoops of your favorite ice cream. You're going to put the bananas on the side and you're going to pour the sauce all over the ice cream. Mm. <laughs> and then you're going to add whatever you want. You could leave it like that or you can add other things. You can add chocolate. Um, you can add cream. I added some pecans and topped it off with whipped cream. So that's the bananas foster banana split recipe. So you like it? It's delicious. <laughs> it is good. I hope you guys enjoyed our show. We definitely have many more to come and we'll talk to you later. Mm, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>